0: Welcome to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World.
1: Two film buff friends decide to spend their remaining days creating and watching the ultimate movie bucket list.
0: A podcast filled with film discussions, movie reviews, and a healthy dose of juicy celebrity gossip.
1: Cinephiles unite. We're gonna need each other.
0: Say hi to your mother for me. Okay. (laughs) I just, you know... Yeah. I was gonna say the departed.
1: <laughs> but that's what we're
0: But that's I'm gonna say it so much this entire time.
1: I actually don't know what else you could have said.
0: Right? Yeah. Like what else? what do Bostonians say? They say ha. Ha ha ha, ha. cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Ha. Haba. <laughs> <laughs> clam. clam. No. It's
1: Pak the car,
0: Pak the car. Get some clam chata, Chada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. chata,
1: That's a lot of dropping the R's. Yeah. Mita, yes. this is weird.
0: <laughs> it's so crazy. Nobody knows this. Nobody knows except this. Except for us. Yeah. But we're in a recording studio. We're in an
1: actual podcast recording studio. Yeah. We were gifted yes. some studio time mm-hmm. by some friends. And Are so- we allowed
0: to say their names?
1: I'll say their names.
0: Okay, you say <laughs> so, it, because I'll get in trouble if I say it. Yeah, them. that's fair. So it's my, the mafia. It's, no. <laughs>
1: exactly. We were gifted to the th- this th- a few hours by some friends, my friends uh, Noreen, Sonia, Saima, and Mariam, and my beautiful wife, Samina, uh, gifted us uh, some hours for some... I choreographed some dances for a wedding, and they were really appreciative, and they got us this time. Yeah. So we're here. So our next two episodes are actually going to take place in the, in the studio. It's so, it's, it's so cool. It's so official. Yes. There's like an on-air light outside.
0: Mm-hmm. We're legit. Le- too legit to quit. We are
1: too legit to quit.
0: I took a picture of the studio before we came in. Yeah. We'll post it on Instagram. Yeah. And we took a picture in the studio. We'll post it on Instagram. We'll post it
1: on Instagram. Do you, I don't I know how you should. feel like we have never face. posted our faces on. No, well, I, th- I
0: mean, like I have my face on the internet, <laughs> but I don't know if you do.
1: I I do. You there, do. I have okay. like yeah.
0: Oh, my God, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen the picture. Yeah. yeah.
1: The, the, but I, we will post this on the internet just so that because this is very legit. It's very weird. Okay. Yeah. Because we usually do this from my basement on the floor.
0: On the floor. Yeah. Very unprofessional. It's very unprofessional. Or we've done it like – you've done it in your um, guest room closet. Yeah, also I've unprofesh. done it in my – Office, but. but also it makes me
1: realize it actually doesn't take that much to maybe do the setup.
0: No, so we need one of these board thingies. You need a board
1: thingy, and then you need this the mic setup. Yeah, that's kind of which it.
0: I possibly have mics.
1: Yeah, like this. maybe so we should take a picture of the setup, yeah, and, and then we can try, try figure to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, but this is uh, this is pretty cool. It's the super official. Yeah.
0: Where we, we've made it,
1: we've made it. This yeah. is four years later.
0: Looks like we've <laughs> made it. <laughs>
1: We decided actually to choose this movie. So we've had this since the summer. Yeah. We've known about this. The opportunity. These, the opportunity since the summer. And we have been trying to figure out like when, obviously like you went on vacation, mm-hmm. the summer was the summer, and then we were trying to figure out a time to do it. Yeah. But we also wanted a movie that was kind of like
0: fun. fun.
1: And so like, I think now we're at a time where it like-
0: It feels appropriate. It feels
1: appropriate to use this. Exactly. Maybe not in the world, but- No.
0: <laughs> the world is suffering, but we can enjoy our small we things. We can
1: absolutely enjoy our small things. Yes. It's an exciting little opportunity for us. Definitely. But let's not lose sight of what we're here to talk about. Mm-hmm. The movies, The movie. The talkies. Yes. Well, not that movie. We could get through that in a minute. Oh, right. Yeah. But other talkies. Other other talkies. Yeah. That we may or may not have seen. Uh, yeah. I actually would like to ask you. Okay. We have. I realized the other day. We did recently. We talked about what our top five Oscar movies like. What were we looking forward to the mm-hmm. most? And I realized I've seen three that were on my list already. There you
0: go. Right. Yeah. What else is there to look forward to now? But that's
1: kind of it. I was kind of like, what else is there to look forward? This year
0: feels somber. Not so. Yeah. Like it's too subtle. Like nothing is like. Oh, you gotta see this. But I think it's because we had Barbenheimer.
1: I think because we had Barbenheimer, we also saw Killers right away. Right, yeah. I think that's the one thing I realize every Oscar season is that, like, you have all this buildup, and then I end up seeing the movie so quickly, mm-hmm. and then I have nothing to look forward to.
0: I guess the awards themselves, like the race to see. I I was like when and now that the strike is over yeah it'll <laughs> actually be a real <laughs> we can actually see campaign, people yeah. campaigning and pitching things which is always fun to see it I is like the luncheons fun. and the galas and you know
1: I like the award season I do find we talked about this by Oscar season it gets quite predictable
0: by the time of the Oscars you're like yeah. okay let's get the show on let's get the show on yeah. and let's
1: just call it a day because we know what's going to happen right now that mystery still is there. Like, we don't really know what's going to happen yeah, except right that now. Jimmy
0: Kimmel's hosting.
1: Yeah, how do we feel about that? I
0: mean, he's fine. He's, like, an okay host. I just wish that they would do something different.
1: Yeah. yeah. Not so different as Amy Schumer and Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes. Maybe Look, just Wanda Sykes. Just
0: Wanda Sykes. Yeah,
1: just Wanda Sykes I would have been 100% down with. Yeah. I yeah. don't need the rest of them.
0: Yeah. No, what's his name? Jerome? Oh, my God. Jared? Yes. Jared Carr.
1: Have they announced who's hosting the Globes?
0: No. Are they going to do a Globes?
1: Yeah, because apparently they're back on CBS. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are They are going to televise the Globes. He was terrible. 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 I don't even think Ricky Gerv- Gervais is that great. Except for the one Scientology joke. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I don't even think Ricky Gervais is that great, but better than Jerome.
0: The thing with Ricky Gervais is that he is funny, but he's just not charismatic.
1: no. And also
0: so people I, are thrown off by his door.
1: I, I also think like I've watched his monologues back and there's a lot of hypocrisy in them. Mm-hmm. Like why are you at this event if you're hating on all uh, these people so, much, so yeah. much? Like you're a part of you're a part of the thing you're kind of trying to separate. There was something very removed from it.
0: Whereas like Amy and Tina oh, when they do it.
1: Let's not talk about Amy and Tina in the same conversation because they are <laughs> they are the ones to beat.
0: They don't make fun of the industry. They make no. fun of the people the, in the yeah. industry. Which and their is
1: jokes are funny. never mean. No. They've actually never been mean or hurtful. They've been funny. And even that that joke about James Cameron.
0: Oh, <laughs> but that's so funny. That's so funny. Because <laughs> it's true. Because it's true. <laughs> the I, only person upset is James Cameron. It's James
1: Cameron. It, and I think everyone else found it funny. Yeah. Catherine Bigelow laughed. So, yeah. But those, those two women in those three years, I watch those monologues like regularly.
0: Yeah, is that what you watch on YouTube? You just, go down a spiral. And yeah, you're just like oh,
1: I, I just I just uh, hit them up every now and then. Yeah. And then it's I, nice. It, they're funny, man. They're
0: like a lullaby. I
1: and I still find those jokes funny. Mm-hmm. Not all of them.
0: Most of them. Not most of them. The one that I love is the Leonardo DiCaprio. Like oh <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> even you know he's laughing. at He, that. Did, laugh. Yeah, he did laugh. He
1: did. He came yeah. out and he laughed, and he was <laughs> just like, "That's good." Yeah, <laughs> I will say that the following year. That they did because they did one, two, and three, and then they stopped. Yeah. and then they hosted that weird, not in person. Oh, one like, where they were the like coastal. They were
0: coastal, which yeah. is how they used to do it, like originally. Yeah, yeah, which is dumb. It, it just doesn't work not. for
1: today. It was not. Yeah. I, that was during COVID. Yes. it was like in the peak of COVID. So
0: second year of COVID, right? That wasn't the first year of
1: COVID. It was, was still it? within the first year because oh, it was okay. like January, right? Right. And COVID yes. was announced in March, so it was still within that first year.
0: And it was a hot mess. I don't As even think COVID. I watched all of it. No, you didn't
1: need to. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It wasn't a good it wasn't a good show. There was no good movies. Yeah. So it was kind of a bit it was a bit.
0: We're gonna boring. have to talk about those movies in a few weeks. In a few weeks. We've come so far. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do want to ask before we quickly move on, yeah. has your list revised at all? Like, is there oh. anything... So, I will start because I shouldn't... I've sprung this question yeah, on you. you. Did. So, while you can think about it. Uh-huh. So, I had... I don't remember the order, but I did have poor things, the killer, killers of the flower moon, oh, anatomy of a fall, and zone of interest. Yes. Sorry, that came back to me. And I've seen mm-hmm. anatomy of a fall, killers of the flower moon, and the killers. So, I only have zone of interest and poor things to s- see. Yes. So, I'll say that now that I've seen those, I would add... Probably American Fiction. Yeah. To that list. Probably Saltburn. Yeah. Because I'd say, so I would say it was the top 10 then. Those mm-hmm. were, and then number 10, I'm kind of open.
0: You're kind of open too. <laughs> I'm kind of
1: open because I was kind of curious about Napoleon because the trailer I thought was really good, but the reviews aren't great.
0: No, and it's going to be available on Apple TV. I think it already is. No, no, it's not. I checked the other day. Okay. It's not. It's, it shows the date it comes out in theaters, but not.
1: Okay, not on not, Apple. Yeah. It's, oh, it's the same as Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be available by the end of the year, I yeah. imagine. So I so, feel like,
0: are you going to see that in a theater?
1: I, If it had gotten good reviews, I would have considered it, mm-hmm. but the reviews aren't great. Okay. And I thought, I actually like Joaquin, but the reviews of Joaquin are not great either. Oh. So I think it's out of contention. There you go. And if it's out of contention, I'm not watching it.
0: How about that? <laughs> so, How about that, Academy? Yeah,
1: I don't... Oh, and I, I am hearing, so number 10, I'd yes. say I've started to hear good things about the color purple.
0: Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. a last-minute addition. I think it could have an effect. We there might see go. Fantasia Burino. <laughs> Which is weird.
0: (laughs) Crazy to think that Fantasia from American Idol. Exactly. Yeah, could win an Oscar. But also, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. But
1: Jennifer Hudson is kind of a one trick pony.
0: Yeah, that's true. Let's be honest. People thought maybe for Aretha, but I was like, no. No. No.
1: Again, one trick pony. Yeah. What's your revised list?
0: So I had said Priscilla, Mm -hmm. Assault Burn. Mm -hmm. I had said uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. And The Killer. And The Killer, and May, December. I'm I pretty think, sure I said May December.
1: Did you say Poor Things?
0: Oh, Poor Things! Since over yes. May or December, I over think, the, yeah. yeah. So n- right now, I have seen Priscilla. I've seen The Killer. Yes. I've seen Killers of the Flower Moon. No. I would like to add May December to that. Yeah. So I'm interested in Poor Things, May December. I no, I'm not really interested in Napoleon. I was never going to be like yes. Yeah. we Yeah, I don't do this. think
1: Napoleon was going to be your thing because I'm
0: not. A Unless
1: fan. it got great reviews, then I don't. I don't think you'll see it now. Yeah. Unless I'm like, oh, you should see it.
0: I am. Very excited for salt burn more now, though, because I'm seeing so many mixed things. I've seen some people say, like, it's not good at all. And then I've seen some people say that, like, it's really twisted and winding and, like, actually something to be excited about. So that's kind of at the top Kay. of my list right now.
1: It's also coming out tomorrow. It's out, we realize yeah. this on the drive here. <laughs> it's literally coming out tomorrow. So I might go this weekend. Yeah. And then I'll tell you. I might try to Okay, we'll, we'll, like, go together yeah, then. Maybe then we'll figure okay. it out depending yeah. on the schedules. But, yeah. Okay. Oscar season is always the most exciting.
0: It's the best time of the year. It's the best
1: time of the year. Mm. And I love seeing the movies. I really am looking forward to poor things and zone of interest.
0: When is that out?
1: I don't know. I feel like December. Okay. It'll be end up being a disaster.
0: Oh, there thing. is one thing that I want to see just because I feel like it's going to be really bad, and I want to see it because it's really bad, and it has nothing to do with the Oscars. Yeah. But I'm very interested to watch this um, Glenn Powell Sydney oh, TV, oh, romantic yeah. comedy. Anyone <laughs> but know. you. I think it's. It looks so bad. Yeah. It looks so bad, but I want to see it just he, to see how bad it is. He is
1: not even that good looking.
0: No, he is good looking. No,
1: he's not that good looking. He's either. like he's, like, he's
0: like, like Ken. Yeah, maybe. He's like Ken. He's good looking.
1: I don't know. <laughs> he does not have charisma. I do not like him. You've told me multiple times to watch set it off. S-
0: Set it up. Set it
1: up. Set it, set off it is up with the Jetta Pinkett Smith one. <laughs> no,
0: set it up is with like Lucy Lou yeah. um, and Zoe Dutch. And him yeah, yeah, and Zoe yeah. Dutch have really good chemistry. Okay, fine. They work together. Maybe I'll watch it. And like all the comments I keep seeing on the TikTok is like, oh, I wish Zoe Dutch was casted in this instead. Because like him and Sydney Sweeney. Have no chemistry. Have no chemistry whatsoever. But also,
1: this looks dumb. Yeah. It looks poor. I have I have been in many meetings. Mm-hmm. I've been in many Hollywood meetings of, like, <laughs> romantic comedy. And, like, people are asking for, like, pitches and, like, Id- different ideas from other than what, like, I've written. And this version is always some version of yeah. what comes out. And everyone is just like, yeah, but it's kind of, like, some. It's, it's always, a bad trope. It's a bad trope. It's 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 kind of like first idea. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of surprised that it got made, and it doesn't even look very good. On top of that,
0: I am. I wonder. I wonder if there is something in there that we just don't know. That's kind of why I want to see it. I'm like, no. why would Why would this get made? Why would they do this? It's why really would they spend question. this money?
1: Especially because I think that trope of like two people faking a relationship works if the stakes are. It can work if there's a reason to fake it. Mm-hmm. He's married. She's gay. So, you know what something. I mean? Like something. Yeah. This is. There's just two white people who don't want to. But that's
0: why I'm, like, intrigued. I'm, like, is is there going to be something? I want to see that. And then yeah. also, like, why are you then releasing it at the end of the year? Like, if you're going to have, like, a bad rom-com, it should be you should it February, January yeah. and February. And so I'm, like, why did they push for December? And, like, apparently they're reshooting things, too. That's which what I read. Which is
1: a really bad sign. Yeah. At which this is point. a bad sign, yeah. but I'm, like,
0: mm, I want to know what it is, though. Yeah. I just want to know, you know?
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Let's just wait for reviews.
0: I'm G- going to see your- it. Oh, in theater? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Why not?
1: No, I think the question is why? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, that's the real I, if
0: question. I have an, I probably I have so many free movies with Scene. Sure, scene sponsor yeah. us.
1: Scene sponsor. Um, no, Scene should really be sponsoring
0: us. <laughs> yeah. Because I have so many free movies, so yeah. I'll probably wind up just
1: we like it. sell Cineplex on a regular here. So I mean they should really <laughs> just be sponsoring us. <laughs> oh. Oh. But that's enough about the movies. That we're, that we're gonna see.
0: see. We talk. watched something. We watched
1: something. We did. Nita. Yes. What did we watch this week?
0: This week, Nadim, we watched the 2006 Best Picture winner. 2006, right? Yeah. Yeah. 2006 yeah. Best Picture winner, the Departed. the Departed. The Departed. The Departed. Do you want an IMDb disgro?
1: I would appreciate one.
0: I'll give it to you. <clears throat> An undercover cop and a mole in the police attempt to identify each other while infiltrating an Irish gang in South Boston. KK? Yes. The Departed. The Departed. <laughs> okay. I
1: mean, everyone's seen The Departed. Have they? You've seen The Departed. Yeah. I've seen The Departed. Yep. Did you see it when it came out? Or was this a, how old were you around this time?
0: Uh, in 2006, we said, You're right? 12. 15. 15. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for thinking I'm so yeah <laughs> 15 15 so years y- old you would have seen this then I don't think I saw it I saw it after it won okay I didn't see it before oh okay no I don't think at least I can't imagine myself going and I can't I that's the thing I can't remember the first time I saw this but I do think it was after because I think it was at home and I must have rented it because it won best picture okay and I wasn't like, versed enough in film to know... All I remember from that year is, like, it was a big deal that Marty won, but I wasn't familiar with Marty movies.
1: Oh, like, you didn't know Martin?
0: I didn't know Scorsese to be Scorsese. Okay. Right? And so I just... But I knew that he was a famous director. and Like, it was a big deal that this finally... He won Best Picture and he got director for this year as well. And so that was my mentality going into it. And I just remember having such a good time with The Departed of like just really being able to enjoy a movie but that's also a film. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of the first times that I feel like I I watched an Academy Award movie that was like very approachable to me as like a 15, 16 year old. I probably watched it in that age. In that age
1: range. And have you seen it since? Oh, yeah. Yeah, multiple times. The
0: Departed <laughs> is, well, like, it would be on TV yeah, yeah. sometimes, too, so you would watch it. There are times where I'd said to myself, like, I'm going to watch The Departed. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, it's nice. It's an easy watch. It's a really easy watch, yeah. but it's it's made really well. Okay. Yeah. How, what were your <laughs> initial thoughts on The Departed? I saw it, I saw, I was
1: 2005, mm-hmm. so I was 20. 2006. 2006, so I was yeah. 21. There you go. So I was 21 when I saw it. I remember going with a friend to the theater to see it, and I remember having a good time. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a very entertaining film. When Martin Sheen falls off that building, I remember gasping. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's definitely also obviously spoilers.
0: Uh, when Leo gets shot, yeah, I was just like, what? There's,
1: there's, <laughs> there's genuine twists, genuine turns, genuine surprise. I remember being really just truly being like, oh, 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 like th- yeah. at many points in it. I will say, even then, when it when Martin Scorsese won for this, I was kind of like, "This is what Martin Scorsese is winning for." Yeah, because I, I think I think The Departed is very similar to The Killer. Okay. I think it's a w- extremely well made we film. Watched
0: The Killer, by the way.
1: Oh, we talked about it last did week. We? It's gonna, yeah. We, we did. We
0: watched it. Oh yeah, we, we watched, watched it the and, then more, and, then and then reviewed Crash and Brokeback. Yeah, right, right. Okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> Just last week. I think. It's exactly like The Killer. It's a very well-made film, but this is a director who is capable of so much more Mm -hmm. and has made some incredible films. And Martin Scorsese is an institution Mm -hmm. in filmmaking. And that he has his Oscar for this is kind of like a...
0: You think it's a poo-poo? It's a... (laughs) (laughs) The studio has a laugh track. And I...
1: (laughs) Uh, Is that what you wanted? (laughs) That wasn't what I was going for. I was going for this one. We have to wait for this girl to stop laughing. There. (laughs) This? I like the laugh track better. (laughs) But I think it's a... (laughs) I just wanted to use that. But I do think it's a little bit of a wom womp. This man directed Taxi Driver and Raging Bull and Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. And he won for the... Casino. Casino. And he's won for The Departed. Yeah. I think... He defined cinema in a very different way. He defined a style of cinema. He perfected a style of cinema. And *The Departed* is—it's easy. It's f- a Sunday morning. It's movie. a Sunday morning movie. It's yeah. easy filmmaking. And I think what really punctuates that point is that this is a remake of an Asian film. Yeah. And I don't—that's not. This is not a bad film. And this is, I think, the tricky thing about reviewing it is that this is—it is entertaining. It's a good. It's movie. a good film. It's entertaining. There's. It's easy to watch. It's fun to watch. It's mm-hmm. all of those things. But like Martin Scorsese should not have an. He should not have his sole Oscar for this film.
0: So my question for you then. Yes. What Martin Scorsese movie does he deserve? Taxi
1: Driver yeah. or Raging Bull? <laughs> no, or, but you
0: have to choose one. Raging
1: Bull. You think it's Raging, Raging Bull? Raging Bull is my favorite Martin Scorsese film. Okay. I think it's his most sophisticated. I think it's his most introspective. I think it's his most honest work. Mm-hmm. And I think as a film that talks about. I think, <laughs> I'm going to do it one more time. Okay. I think Raging Bull is to Martin Scorsese what Rocky Iran used to conjure. her <laughs> <laughs> In that, it's a film that dismantles the, the thing that he set up. The toxic masculinity. It's a film that's actually meant to talk about masculinity and what it ta- what it is to be a man and where that toxicity comes from. It's actually really addressing those things. I don't think people watch it that way all the time.
0: I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah.
0: Raging Bull comes before he really True. has that toxicity. Yeah. I, like,
1: I think it's different in that R- Garden Johor is very aware of what R- he's doing. Yeah. Like, he's this is, he's it's Whereas, cognizant. Like,
0: Marty starts with something yeah. like Raging Bull, but then goes into things like Goodfellas. Yeah. He
1: kind of leans into it a little bit more. Yeah. But I do think that Raging Bull is still, it's an important film. Mm-hmm. This is, it's exquisite popcorn filmmaking. You will not get better popcorn filmmaking than the departed. Mm-hmm. Should one of the greatest living directors have their Academy Award for a popcorn film when they have made some of the most important films in our life?
0: I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. However, in our experiment of watching all of these <laughs> yeah. Academy yep. Award-winning films, this makes the most sense. If you're gonna give Martin Scorsese the best picture, you're gonna give him best director. The Departed makes the most sense in terms of, like, what does the Academy actually vote for and what do they see as best In terms of approachability, yeah. Yeah. And, like, this – I think this movie could be really poor. Like, it could be very bad, too. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of different actors in this that wouldn't necessarily, like, work well. Yeah. Um, And it could be extremely cheesy, but there's still – like, Marty has, like, a level of sophistication to what he does with things, that this works entirely. Like, it does feel like an ensemble and not like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you have Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, Alec Baldwin, Martin Sheen. Like, that is... And yeah, yeah. Impar- yes. Well, I mean... She
1: doesn't really count because she wasn't somebody. Yeah. She's kind of like Margot Robbie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: But, like, you have all of those big names. Yeah. That shouldn't work in a movie, but it really does here. It's like... They're all, yes, I, I really enjoyed the because
1: it, I know you do. Because it is Martin Scorsese, you expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. This is what I think, my thing about The Departed is that you expect nothing less than The, the Departed from someone of his caliber. Mm-hmm. He should be able to assemble that team. He should be able to produce this. This is not something that is shocking by any means. For someone of Martin's caliber to put together, mm-hmm. but I will say, and I have seen this like multiple times over the years, I will say that watching it this time, I notice things. Okay. Yeah.
0: What did you notice?
1: There's actually some really poor editing choices. Oh, interesting. And this one editing,
0: tell Tomaschun,
1: me, Schoonmaker. There's a moment where Vera Farmiga is moving in with Matt Damon. And he pulls out her f- photograph of her on a bike yeah. and like, he's like, oh, we're not going to put this out. And you're meant to be, re- you're meant to have that vision of her thinking that he's a dick.
0: Yeah. Cause he is.
1: He is. Later on, you see Leonardo DiCaprio go to her apartment. Yeah. While she's packing up and that picture is already still on her wall.
0: Maybe she took it. But that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. The,
1: that's okay. That yes. scene was meant to happen. There's a continuity. There's error a there. continuity error yeah. that is pff- quite obvious. obvious? Yeah. There's, like, and there's a couple of things like that. There's a moment in between where um, Jack Nicholson is at the opera and then he's having a threesome, I think. Mm-hmm. But it just comes and goes with such, like, it doesn't add.
0: What was the point of what that? What was
1: the function of it? Because we know he's a, a little cunt already. Like, yeah. what's the point of this <laughs> to add? There's, thing, there's a lot of things, like, editing Editing specifically. I was just like, oh, there's a lot of continuity and, like, weird-ish things that have happened here. Mm-hmm. But the editing itself, when it works, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, when you have the voiceovers over the scenes and the like, the intercutting of stuff, it's great. But she kind of gets lost in her own world and then makes mistakes.
0: I feel like they're forgivable mistakes.
1: <laughs> I feel like for you, they are. <laughs> they absolutely, are forgivable yeah. things, there's,
0: Like, this movie, it is very popcorn. Like, that's the best way to put it. But, like... I I think it's really nice when we have very approachable things to say is, like, a best picture. Yeah. I think, like, yes, popcorn is popcorn, and it can be cheesy and overdone. But, like, this is the best kind of popcorn. This is, like, not movie theater popcorn. This is, like, gourmet. I made this at home. I popped it myself. I put some salt, some nutritional yeast, like, all the seasoning. Nutritional yeast? Do people do that? Yeah, it makes it, like, uh, cheesy Okay. It's very nice you should try okay. it yeah. <laughs> but you know you put like different spices and like you can actually taste all the, the different flavors that are coming apart and I sure think, I think if you're gonna, if Marty's gonna have an award, it will be this one because that's what is expected from the academy. They want something that is very approachable
1: so i I, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying because I do think that. If you're gonna look, the Academy has pr- shown mm-hmm. obviously that they are dumb and that they don't have it in them to reward the actual best picture of the year. Yeah, but then that brings us to what else was nominated.
0: Fair. Before we get there, though, okay, I do want to say, like, if you're a person who's never seen a Martin Scorsese movie, this is what you should start with. I think that's a
1: gr- that's a good place to start, and
0: I think it's interesting that it comes so later in his career. Career, yeah. But I I think like. That does say something about a director as well, too, that they don't take themselves too seriously. I think, like, he could have gone down a real spiral being like, this isn't the art that I want to create. But Marty's not like that.
1: No, I actually, Martin is one of those directors that I think David Fincher's pretentious, mm-hmm. for instance, and I still watch his films. Martin doesn't actually strike me as pretentious. No. He just strikes me as just this, like, little Bostonian who just likes making movies. He just wants to make good
0: movies. He just likes to
1: make good movies, and that's kind of all it is. He's He's from
0: Boston? I thought he's from New York. I thought...
1: Yes, he is from New York. Sorry. (laughs) He is from New (laughs) York. How dare you? Italian from New York. Um, But very approachable. Mm -hmm. Very, very, like, easy to watch and, like, very approachable as a filmmaker. And I think that's why movies like this don't feel out of whack for him. Yeah. Like, they feel like something that someone who is very down to earth would make and not think they were above. Yeah. Like he liked the content and he was just like I'm a bo- I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah. I would say start with The Departed and then watch um Goodfellas. I think that's a really good Goodfellas starting point. Goodfellas is a good place too. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Cuz there's he and the thing about Martin's filmography is it's wide. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of content, there's a lot of ups and downs and he's made amazing, he's made poor movies like uh he's, it's it really goes all over the place, but it's uh, it's a really great filmography, but that's especially why I'm kind of like, but this is what you have it for.
0: I yeah, I guess so. you're
1: such a celebrated filmmaker, and like,
0: do we think? Well, how old was he in 2007?
1: Old man, he just turned like 80. Do
0: we think that they're leaning? Well, I guess we can talk about the other nominees. Yeah, and maybe why they let. Yes. towards giving him something. So,
1: aside from The Departed, we had Babel, mm-hmm. we had le- Letters from Iwo Jima, mm-hmm. we had Little Miss Sunshine, yeah, and then we had The Queen.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to watch Babel and Letters from Iwo Jima. Have you,
1: I've never seen Babel. I've never seen okay. Babel,
0: and the plot line that I read makes me very interested. But I don't know if I, is it like too serious.
1: Babel is Alejandro In- uh, Inarritu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Inarritu. So it's um, very much like him. Okay. It's also very. Is it
0: like Birdman? <laughs> no,
1: I I really like Birdman. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> I find Babel very pretentious. And poorly constructed it's crash elevated Oh, because it is three storylines and how they interconnect
0: yes and then i was reading like it's part of a trilogy he created so i wanted to watch all three yes then i just didn't have time to do that
1: but it's a loose trilogy yeah that's the thing but babble is about communication and like it's it's a nice film and it attempts to do something i just don't think it accomplishes okay personally
0: also i just love brad and i do love the duo of brad and kate I think they look yeah, they look great together. They've got a
1: nice. It's a. It's a. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I. I actually would watch it again. Is it available somewhere? No, I couldn't find oh, it. Oh, so you so have to rent it. That's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, well, I might
0: own it. Okay, well, after this, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: as as we do. But yeah, look, I've never seen Letters from Iwo Jima, but Letters from Iwo Jima is meant to be a companion piece to Flags of Her Forefathers. Where it's about Hiroshima yes. told from the American perspective and Letters from Iwo is told from the Japanese perspective. Oh,
0: interesting. Which but is who is it directed by?
1: Clint. Yeah. But can I just say that's mm-hmm. a genius idea though. Yeah. In very constru- smart. in construct, that's that's something. Mm-hmm. I just wore Yes. No interest. No. So I've never seen Letters from Iwo Jima. Yeah. But I've heard very good things about yes. it. Babylai Scene. Mm-hmm. I get the Best Picture nominee, yeah, never going to win kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there was a there was talk that it might disrupt at the time. But I think the the love for it wasn't very strong. Yes, Little Miss Sunshine.
0: <laughs> Can suck, I say Sakya. Yeah. <laughs> fifteen year old Mita <laughs> yes, exactly. was like championing Little Miss Sunshine. Of course,
1: it was the little movie that could.
0: Yeah, and it was it's it as well as the Departed. Yeah. It's just like a nice, fun, fair enough movie. Yeah,
1: but Mita, then there's the Queen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, Nadim loves <laughs> a, a progressive the Queen. British shit? Yes. Loves it. But let me talk about The Queen for okay, a moment. Okay, tell me about The Queen. I think I get a Queen. chance
1: to re- watch The Queen, but I don't need to. You know it. <laughs> I know by it. By heart. I, you know that, dear. The Queen is like an hour and 29 minutes mm-hmm. of the tightest, most interesting social political drama. Yes. It's so good.
0: It is very good. It's
1: very, very, it's a movie that I put off watching for so long cuz i thought it was going to be boring af and oh, wow. i yeah and i remember watching it and being actually blown away at how interesting and intricate and telling it was as a film
0: it's such a it's hard to, to figure out the pace of that film because like it is slow storytelling but it happens so, so suddenly with such momentum yeah. yeah
1: and it it's it's a movie that's trying to be critical of the crown mm-hmm but also be sympathetic to the queen. Yes. Which is- Who is a
0: human. I think who's people a human. forget
1: that. It's, and it's really trying to walk a tightrope of like, look, this woman was thrust into this life and then this thing, this huge national thing happens. The people expect her to respond one way. She is expected to represent something differently. Mm-hmm. How is she supposed to navigate Where's this? Where's
0: the balance Where's there? the
1: balance? How does she fit in? It's just so good. It's so so good. Yeah,
0: it's very interesting
1: to it's see. It's a very interesting, especially
0: for people. I think so many people are like pro Diana, which of course, yeah, of course they are. Yeah. She was a beautiful person, but I think people were very judgmental of the queen at that time, and like this actually gives you insight into what she's thinking. But then you're also remembering like. This is still fictional. Like, we don't, well, yes, know we don't know if this is what she was doing. But thinking. apparently, it's
1: extremely meticulously researched. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, he interviewed staffers. That, like, it's very, very researched. And I think I read somewhere that it, it there's a lot of accuracy in what happened mm-hmm. here. And, like, obviously, you don't know what happened with that stag if she went out and shot it. Like, except no, she you know. did.
0: <laughs> I hope for the, the movie's sake the movie's that sp- she did do she, that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But. You know what I mean? Like, you obviously, you're right. You don't know you what don't happens. Know. But we, the and we don't
0: know her mindset.
1: Yeah. You don't know her mindset, but the movie is not trying to villainize her or canonize her.
0: No, it's just explaining her. Yeah. It's essentially
1: it's, explaining how people, how people in high stress situations react. Mm-hmm. It's not black or white.
0: And it, but also touches on things like grief, which is something yeah. that, even though this isn't such a, like a high caliber, like yeah. it's huge, it's national. It's yeah. international. It was international, yeah. news. It's something that every single person does go through and you have to like battle those moments of like, I was not happy with this person at the time that they did die. Do I put them on a pedestal now that they are dead? Are they a good person? Like there's just so much to actually like look at. Because
1: Diana was not... She's dead, and you don't want to spil- speak ill of the dead. But no. Diana wasn't like Mother Teresa. She wasn't no. some, like, she didn't— But people
0: think e- that she Exactly, was.
1: that she was wronged by the crown and that she was murdered by yes. the crown and et cetera, et cetera. Well,
0: maybe she was.
1: And maybe she was, yeah. but at the end of the day, Diana also kind of made it her life mission to shit on the crown.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if that's how she saw it, but but she— yeah. A lot of her. Martin
1: Sheen says it in his speech towards the end where it's just like, here's a woman who's meant to mourn for someone when when all the dead person did was try to like malign her, 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 the, her whole life. And all she's tried to do is maintain some shred of dignity while doing it. It's such an interesting, if you haven't seen The Queen, honestly, it's way different than you think it is. There's
0: a lot to talk about in The Queen.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to talk about in The Queen.
0: Which makes me think that you think that this should be the best picture because we could have a whole episode about The Queen.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, backtracking a little bit. Yes, I find the Queen in in its runtime of ninety minutes is so compact and so efficient with its filmmaking and saying so much. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Where The Departed is two and a half hours.
0: Is it two and a half? Yeah,
1: it didn't feel like two and a half to me. It is two and a half. Okay. Very entertaining. Yeah. Saying nothing. And then on top of that, I think this time, I noticed this the first time and I kind of let it go, but as, obviously as I'm watching this to be a bit more critical, there's just so much coincidence. Why is everyone a rat? Why is everyone working for the FBI? Why is everyone an informant? Why? And that scene at the very end with the elevator... And how he shoots Leo, and then the black guy comes out, and she like one, two, three, Anthony four, Anderson, like, yeah. Just, yeah, Anthony Anderson, and then the other guy. Like it's just,
0: and he happens to also be working for yeah, a and yeah. like
1: it's uh, one thing after the other. There's so much. First, Jack Nicholson is working for the FBI, and then that guy who gets shot is also an informant, and then this uh, other guy is also, uh, you know, it's just, it's so much, and it. I get the i I get what Martin's trying to do. That like. Everyone's kind of a rat, and everyone's mm. kind of a snitch. But it loses that it's already slightly preposterous that there's a rat in the FBI, there, there's a rat in the police, and there's a rat in the mob, and they're work like that. They're crossing over on the other side. Essentially, yeah. it's already kind of like a high a highbrow setup. Sorry, not highbrow, high level setup. That's a little bit like, Meh, but we're letting it go because it's executed very well. But then to keep on piling on that same trope over and over and over again. It's beating a dead horse.
0: But it works. It's not like, at no point am I sitting there thinking like, okay, I'm ready for this to be over. Like I want, as soon as those like surprises come, I want want to be, what's happening next? Yeah. Who's going to die next? And then when you get to the point where you're like, everybody dies in this movie.
1: I am waiting for Matt Damon to die though. What do you mean? I'm like Not in Matt Damon, life? his character. Oh. <laughs> no, I like you, Matt Damon. But you're a character in The Departed. No, you're I'm,
0: waiting for him to get I'm caught. Him,
1: I'm waiting, yeah. But
0: at some at one point, I was just like, he's going to be the only one that doesn't get caught, yeah, which, is, which is what a possibility? happens a lot in life. Yeah. Like, the bad guys don't get it. But then we do get it, so it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> he drops his groceries.
1: But that, to me, <laughs> is the juxtaposition here mm-hmm. of these two films.
0: Fair. Fair juxtaposition. I... Well, I guess the conversation is like, why would one choose
1: the one queen over, over the, the other? Departed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of it does have to do with Martin Scorsese himself. Yeah. I think the I Academy think you're correct. realized like, okay. like Marty. Can we do the math for his age? Let's see. Yeah. Do you mind if I?
1: Yeah.
0: Let's pull her up. Um, Martin Scorsese was born in 1942. So in 2006... Marty was sixty four,
1: sixty five. I also think by this point it was preposterous that he hadn't won.
0: Yes, yes, you, you watched so I mean? many movies. You like for me? I asked you earlier which one of his do you think he does deserve it for? And for me, it actually is Taxi Driver. I think Taxi but Driver does this is things that,
1: like La La Land, like yeah. it, between your your choice and my choice, both both extremely are deserving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's just personal taste at that point. But both of those over this.
0: <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I can totally, like, yeah. cop to that. But this is a very good movie. It's a good movie. It's not... It's not, it's his, not great. It's not his worst.
1: No, it's not his worst. It's yeah. not his best. I do think he won best... Director because it was ridiculous that he hadn't won by this point. Mm-hmm. I think that was that's just a huge what it was. Thing for it, that yeah. was really what it was. He directed a film that didn't suck, and it, people were kind of like, "All right, that's enough."
0: And did I did people think he was going to get director at least for the Aviator? Yes. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So they're probably just trying to make up for the fact that they didn't give it to him a couple of years ago. Yeah.
1: Anytime Martin's been nominated, especially in his like later years, it mm-hmm. was kind of like, "Now's the time for Marty." Now's the time for Marty. Now's the time for Marty. And then it was never the time for Marty, yeah. <laughs> like, right?
0: Do you know that this is, like, one of his least favorite films that he's worked on? I
1: am not surprised by that. Yeah. Does he ever say why?
0: He said that the – filming it was a lot of fun for him. He yeah. said that was really great. Like, it was good to work with all these different people. But he said the editing process for this movie was really difficult for him. Oh. And that he – because there's just so much um, – fighting and there's so much murder and, like, everybody dies and it's, like, hours of looking over all that and over and over and over and the violence in it. He was saying that 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 was, like, very difficult for him to do. Mm. Yeah. Poor Marty. Poor Marty. That's weird.
1: That's such an interesting thing because people are very – Martin Scorsese is synonymous with brutal violence. Yes.
0: But I get in his films – not every character dies, and this one literally, Literally like, everyone except everyone. Mark Wahlberg, I yeah. think there's, like, a body count of 22 people or something yeah. like that, yeah. Like, it's, uh, and I Mark, get that. Alec Baldwin doesn't, right? No, Alec Baldwin yeah. and
1: Mark, and Mark Wahlberg, no. But
0: also Alec is just like, uh, okay, he's there.
1: He's there, yeah. but, but he does have story. a hilarious line. What's your favorite? Of Alec Baldwin's, yeah. is the, you want to smoke or oh, you don't smoke? You're one of those health freaks, right? Go fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They deliver it so well. The
1: lines, there is some crackling dialogue. It's like funny and it's well delivered. Maybe I know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe go fuck yourself.
0: (laughs) It's also one of those movies like I've never really been into the mob or the mafia or police kind of. Like it doesn't intrigue me as much. And this is one that is very approachable to it. You're like, okay, I can get behind this. Like I don't necessarily agree with Jack Nicholson, which – some people say that's not a great performance on his part. I think he sells it.
1: I was actually just <laughs> thinking, I really want to bring up how Jack Nicholson pisses me off in this film.
0: But I think and that's And not the his character. Point.
1: No, not his character. I think it's his performance <laughs> is so over the top. Mm-hmm. And like, that's not helped by the writing that makes him over the top. Yeah. I just find. Like
0: whipping his dick. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the Frank. That Co- is annoying. The
1: Frank Costello is, just, he's just not, there's, he's, He's not well formed. He's not a likable villain, and mm-hmm. that is a dangerous thing. Villains actually, oftentimes, I think, need to be likable. Yeah, like you, especially if they're a main character, you need to kind of be along for them. But he just, he just, he's racist. He's sexist. He's, you know, misogynistic. He's just a bad, a poor person who has no redeemable quality really. And Jack Nicholson then doesn't know how to out any empathy or like in in him.
0: Are we supposed to have any like ability with a man like that though? The whole point is like he is a mob boss. He is the villain. Like why should he have anything Fair. redeeming to him? Maybe he
1: doesn't need to be redeemed but he should be charming.
0: I think Jack Nicholson is charming. Oh, not in
1: this. I oh, think really? Jack Nicholson is charming. Yeah. I'm not in, not this, in this though. Not in that's
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: I yeah. actually find him irritating. I
0: bought it. <laughs> Like if he came up to me as a kid in the grocery store, yeah. I would. I, I would also would say talk that him. there
1: there are things about this film that in this viewing I realized. You started. I I noticed that they felt very much like how the mob probably is in the East, mm. right? Like yeah. how I understand the mob in India. Let's say, yeah. Like this, they call it Hafta in India, like where you have to pay by weekly to your your mob boss, yeah. And how those conversations go and. You know, there's that sequence where Matt Damon is at some uh, someone's house and he drives by, and like she's the people are physically afraid of him. Yeah, our understanding of the mob in North America is that these mob bosses, while frightening, are often very charming, they're easy to talk to, they're personable if you keep them on the right side, and that's how people approached them. That's how the, the Sopranos and Goodfellas, that's how all these movies have made a, them out to be, whereas this movie is making him out to be more villainous. And that trope feels very much like something that I've seen in Indian movies and probably something that exists in Chinese movies. Uh, but
0: I also think uh, – so Jack Nicholson's character is based off of Whitey Bulger. And from what I've read about Whitey, yeah. that is what – That's, the, how, he that's how he was. That's how he was. Yeah. He's not Tony Soprano. Yeah. He's Whitey. He's <laughs> Whitey. Yeah.
1: Tony Soprano was charming.
0: Yeah. With his gabagool.
1: <laughs> With his gabagool and his <laughs> pool that was so hard to <laughs> eat. I do f- I, anyways, I, I'm i not saying I dislike this, but I I think – The queen of it all really. (laughs) (laughs) off. you really do love the queen. I love eh? the queen. Yeah. I love the queen, but even this as a film. This as a film, if you take out Martin, if you take out the Queen, if you look at this just in as a piece of filmmaking, Mm -hmm. it is entertaining, but is it anything more than that? And as a result, does it it deserve? And does it deserve best picture? Because even the reviews you read are like, it's great, it's entertaining. But there is not a single emotional thorough line.
0: What are you learning from this? What are you learning from this?
1: What are you even feeling from it?
0: Yeah. That's fair. It's a fair assessment. Yeah. I think just, well, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. I was going to go Your into Your actual like, assessment? Yeah. assessment. <laughs> but yeah. We'll get to that. Do you
1: have sequel prequels?
0: Um, I mean, everybody dies. (laughs) Yeah. So I I think it would be interesting to see, like, what happens in the period of Matt Damon's character from, like, meeting him as a kid to getting into the police academy. Like, how did that relationship actually build? Like, what was he doing as a teenager to help him in some sort of sorts? He's known this man his entire life. Like, and then... Uh, same thing for Leo. Like, I am actually interested in that character and like what he's gone through. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no. Well, oh, yes, actually. I need to know what happens with Vera Formiga and her oh, baby. baby. Oh. And who's the father? I was
1: just going to ask who's the father? It,
0: <laughs> it's Leonardo DiCaprio. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: It. it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. And she knows.
0: Yeah, she does know.
1: She's just trying to pass it off.
0: Yeah, which I don't blame her.
1: No, I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm, I'm okay, okay with, that she I'm okay with on her him. cheating. I'm okay with I'm, her yeah. lying about the paternity. <laughs> I'm okay with all of it because Matt Damon is a piece of shit in this movie. Yeah, he yeah. really
0: is. Colin is not nice. Yeah, he's no. not a. Um, I was reading, though, that she, like, was doing research for the role, and she met with a cop psychologist, and the cop psychologist read the script, and she was like, oh, she did everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in what way? Just, like, and how she approached the psychology, like, how she approached. um, The therapy of it. Yeah.
1: But you could watch that and be like, yeah. Yeah. I, guess like, I get that yeah, too. I, I, I get that like feeling. Maybe
0: don't write him a prescription <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly <laughs> right for Valium, and then be like, let him walk out. away. Yeah, You're, yeah. Just take care. Keep of Keep your life. job safe. Keep your job safe. Yeah. I don't know what your responsibility is, but
0: but they they work. Like I really like Leo and her in this movie.
1: They've got great chemistry, yeah, it's and nice. her and Matt have none. No. Yeah.
0: I don't know why she's interested in Colin. He seems like such a thumb. <laughs> <Like. Yeah.
1: laughs> Matt Damon in this is very interesting because I actually generally kind of like Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a great actor, but he's really shitty in this. Oh, you don't think he's good? I, but no, no, no. I think – I th- I actually think it's a good performance because I think he's shitty. He's shitty in it. Whereas yeah. with Jack Nicholson, I just think it's Jack Nicholson failing the, yeah. the, 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 the actor. But – Leonardo can keep his job.
0: I wonder what it would have been like if it had been the reverse, though, mm-hmm. if Matt was in Leo's role and Leo was in Matt.
1: I don't think Matt could have done Leo's role. No. I think Leo could have done Matt's role. But yeah, but Matt, I don't think yeah, he
0: could. because yeah. Leo kind of Leo does, like, there's a borderline of it in Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. He's actually very charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I think he could be, like, the douche. Yeah, he could do it. Leo he could, could do it. He could do it. I like. I enjoy Leo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think he's a good actor, in theme. Yeah.
1: I think Leo's a good actor. Yeah. We'll get to The Revenant.
0: There we go. Oh. You
1: want to go to your rating?
0: Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The Departed. The Departed. I think it's fair to say that I hated The Departed. Yeah. (laughs) No. I I don't know. I think there are some movies that just have, like, a chokehold on you of something that is really entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's bright, too. Like, this is such dark subject matter and, like, could be very, like... Could be stagnant, could be boring, but there is like a pace to this where you're kind of just on the ride the entire right. time and you're like, yeah, I want to see what happens here. The music in this movie is so it's good. fun. Yeah. It's so fun. I never listened to like Irish rock before. Yeah. <laughs> but then at 16 years old, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm into the O'Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, he does things with this that make it so light and acceptable even though it is such like dark subject yeah. matter and i'm okay with that i like seeing the lightness and these sort of things and it's just been very entertaining for me for the last almost 20 years whoa yeah yeah that's wild 19 eight, 17 years yeah
1: 17 years
0: that's crazy yeah. i can totally see what you're saying in terms of this not being marty's best
1: oh and sorry did it deserve best picture
0: okay I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I can whenever see whenever
1: take your time. Yeah.
0: I can see what you're saying with it not being Marty's best. Okay. I agree with you. I think there are better Marty films, but I think in the time that we've watched, this is what, number seventy-eight? I
1: <laughs> oh think. God, yeah, something like that.
0: 78, 80 maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, in that time, I get what the I kinda understand how the Academy sees things mm-hmm. now. And so for me, I understand why it won Best Picture. Does it deserve best picture? I'm actually, I'm going to say no. It's not the best picture of the year. You've made a very fair, (laughs) you've made a very fair standing point for the queen. And it's mainly just that the departed while fun, like doesn't actually say anything. But I'm okay with that. (laughs) I don't need every movie to say something. And I think to make a popcorn film really well actually is probably very difficult. Like I think, there, there are a lot of ways this could go wrong.
1: Rocky Aurani, yeah, to make a popcorn film is actually very difficult. And
0: we see it in Bollywood so often. Yeah. Popcorn films go wrong all, the, all time. the time. We see it in Hollywood. Hollywood, all the time. Popcorn films go wrong, and this is just like a very well executed popcorn film.
1: Sydney Sweeney is about to find out.
0: <laughs> I'm excited to see her fail. Yeah. I don't know why. That sounds so bad, but I don't know. I yeah. want to see that. I want to see that, that train wreck. That train wreck. Yeah. yeah. This is not a train wreck, though. No. This is like a nice train ride. <laughs> but yes, I can. I do agree with you The The Queen is the better film and maybe does deserve the Oscar a bit more in terms of its challenges and what it had to do and what it says. Like, there is definitely more to that. And I think it has a more universal theme than The Departed does because this is also still very niche in its own way. But I really... Enjoyed the niche. Like, mm-hmm. I had my eyes open to it. Um, and I still do. Like, watching yeah. it, I got I got excited. I yeah. was just like, yeah. yeah. Like, I want to see everyone yes. die again. And that's so rare. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rare to have that joy with something. And I think he does a really great job with it. It's not his best. I get why it won. I don't think it should have won. And I'm leaning towards a four. Okay. Yeah.
1: Is your rating... Your feeling, or is it as a Best Picture winner rating?
0: Um, my feeling. Kay. I want to say four and a half. I'm debating between four, four and a half. Kay. There are some things that, like, don't make sense. Like, I don't like that they ended it off with us not knowing who the baby daddy is or anything with the ba- Like, I want to know who, yeah, what's happening to that baby. Yeah. Is the baby getting into the mob? <laughs> but, like, also, okay, like, Jack Nicholson dies,
1: I also like to say that's also a big loophole because she knew he was a rat. Why didn't she rat him out? She yeah. is actually a police therapist. That's her, I feel like that's a part of her job. Her job in a little bit, yeah, yeah. like she's a cop psychologist. She works for the well, State Department. Well,
0: what if he call, What if she does know or she's thinking, okay, what if this is my child's father? Like, am I going to rat him out and then ruin yeah. any potential alimony? Or but there's
1: too many questions there. She's not afraid of him. Yeah. She's giving him the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, there's too much uncertainty about that situation. We don't
0: know enough about her. That's the thing.
1: But we know enough about the fact that, like, she's carrying a child that may or may not be hers, but she did know that he's a rat. Mm -hmm. That in and of itself. And he's not afraid of her ratting, like, there's no fear, there's no stakes. He's not afraid that she's going to rat him out, and she's not ratting him out. And it's her job to rat him out.
0: I think that we're meant to believe that there is more to their relationship than what we've seen. Like, they've built something together. Like, they're moving in together. Mm -hmm. The fact that she's pregnant and she's not afraid to tell him that she's pregnant. Like, there's supposed to be more to that relationship. The movie does a disservice, though, because we don't really build on that relationship at all. I think that's where it is. And you're right. That's not great filmmaking Mm -hmm. but it's still a very enjoyable film and those are things that like unless you're really thinking hard about it you're not going to think about those things you're just going to enjoy the ride but in my heart I was going back and forth between four four and a half Mm -hmm. because I do really enjoy watching this but there are some parts that are just like okay like (laughs) would that happen does this happen (laughs) yeah is this necessary why does everybody have to die so there's small things yeah but I still really do enjoy it (laughs) And I I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think that's uh, reasonable.
0: There we go. Yeah. So it. I, the. I. Po-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think if I were voting, I'm trying to I'm trying to be really honest here. I think I'm really trying to think if I was voting at that time, there's a slight chance I would have voted for The Departed, because it is very fun and it's easy to get lost in the fun, and the Queen is a lot more serious, but The Departed is very memorable. Mm -hmm. I'm saying right now, as, you know, where I am in my life and then 17 years later, yeah, The Queen is the better film. The Queen is the one I would vote for. The Queen is the one that deserved Best Picture. But would I have done that 17 years ago? Especially because everything I'm kind of seeing now and feeling about The Departed is clouded by the multiple times you've seen it Mm -hmm. as well, right? That first viewing... I didn't care whether the baby whose baby it was. I didn't think it was crazy that she didn't rat him out. You know what I mean? I didn't notice that continuity error. I didn't notice those things. I was just watching it, I absorbed it, I had a great time watching it. It is top tier popcorn filmmaking. And like you're saying, it is very easy for that to go wrong. It's very easy to screw that up. And he doesn't. It's Martin Scorsese. He shouldn't screw it up, but he doesn't. So I, I while I would like to believe I would have voted for the Queen, I don't know. Now, yes, I'm voting for the Queen because mm-hmm. the Queen is. It is an excellent film. It is a near flawless film, actually. It is really wow. well. Yeah, it really, especially because it does so much in such little time. Like it really, it's a. It, and it uses like live shots of like what was actually happening and mixes them into like the fiction. It just, it just. And it doesn't
0: look cheesy. It
1: never looks cheesy. Wow. It feels authentic. It feels real. It just so much so well. Mm-hmm. So, the Queen is. Especially retroactively, the best picture, Martin Scorsese. I'm glad you have an Oscar. Truly, you are an excellent filmmaker. You deserve an Oscar. You deserve to be decorated. You deserve to be revered like that. I just wish it for for one of your better works. This is probably closer to the middle of his work, right? Yeah, like
0: it's not on the. It's not the Wolf of Wall Street. It's not the Wolf. Which is my worst. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's not the Wolf of Wall. But is it even Killers of the Flower Moon?
0: Are you saying Killers is one of his worst?
1: I think Killers is better than The Departed. Yes. Even though it's excruciatingly long yeah. and doesn't need to be that long. And it's again, as an edi- as an, there's editing errors in that. Yes. Like that's the...
0: Killers is saying something.
1: And Killers, I feel, is made with more intentionality. Like I feel like Martin was just like, I need to make this film. You Whereas, can feel his passion. His passion. Mm-hmm. Whereas The Departed feels like just an... It just feels like such a throwaway for him. Like something else he just made, and then we just decided to reward him for it, and that it's, there's some, that feels really off for me.
0: It's true. What came first, the chicken or the egg?
1: I don't think Martin's a bad filmmaker. He deserves his Oscar. All of that. I just think that like there's also something very much like are we rewarding it because of, of the violence and the like, you know, the toxic masculinity of it all. Like all of that kind of plays into it. So I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, The Departed is a fine film. It's an excellent popcorn film. When I step out, when I'm not reviewing it for a podcast, when I'm not trying to be critical of it, I have a great time watching it because I'm able to just shut off and ignore all the the little inconsistencies and the things that are kind of incorrect about it and even the cheesiness about all the coincidences and all the rats and all of the informants and all of that. I can ignore it because it's it's a good time and some of those lines are exquisite. They're just such great, hilarious one-off plays. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg for the first time in his career is so good.
0: Amazing. So
1: good in Who this. Who would have thought? Who would have thought deserved that Oscar nomination? Oh Bla- God, yeah. that. De- but absolutely deserves it because he's yeah. so good. The Departed is a fine film. Didn't deserve Best Picture. The Queen is the best picture of the year. So I was between three and a half and four. I think I think three and a half is a little on the low side. But I do also think four is a little on the high side. That's how I feel.
0: So what are you going to do?
1: I don't know. Oh, you don't
0: believe
1: in 3.75? I don't. You know I don't, and I can't backpedal on that now. So I'm going to go with three and a half. Okay. I'm giving the Queen four.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time, so I'm not going to say anything.
1: But it's a strong, if it's, it's a strong three and a half, mm-hmm. it's a weak four kind of thing. Like it's somewhere, the feeling is somewhere in between. And if I wasn't reviewing it for this, my feeling is a four is what okay. I'll say honestly. But as a best picture contender and especially best picture winner, it's a three and a half.
0: Just out of curiosity, what is Little Miss Sunshine? Also three and a half. Yeah, that's yeah. a three, yeah.
1: Also three and a half.
0: Also a good time.
1: Babel is a three.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: For me. I've not seen it. No. But that there. was Mitha. The departed. There you go. <laughs> Stop saying that now. We have another recording next week. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> <Is> this continues.
0: <laughs> like, where are you going with but,
1: this? But <laughs> uh, before we get there, Mita mm-hmm. gave me.
0: Okay, Nadim. Okay. Last week, yes. You had me connect mm-hmm. Shrek two mm-hmm. to Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. And I did it. You did. Yes. This week, Nadim, I'm going to have you connect um, Brokeback Mountain. Kay. To the number one highest-grossing film of 2006. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, Ooh. Dead Man's Chest.
1: Oh. There's
0: an extremely easy way to yeah, do it. Yeah, I
1: feel like there is, and I'm not.
0: But you might not get there. I am starting your timer now.
1: I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal and Keira Knightley did something.
0: I think you're confusing Keira Knightley and Natalie Portman, which people do. <laughs> people do. No. And they anyways, look a lot of alike. They look They've a lot alike. They've shown us in Star Wars. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure Johnny Depp. And, oh my God. You know, there's so many options.
0: It's, yeah, there's a lot of high. There's
1: a lot of high key like, listers. So yeah. it's a lot. It's hard Except to,
0: for like Orlando Bloom. <laughs> You're just like, what is Orlando Bloom? <laughs> what has <is> Orlando Bloom <laughs> been in? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: you have 20 seconds left.
1: <laughs> so Orlando Bloom <laughs> and Kirsten Dunst were <laughs> in Elizabethtown. Which was directed by Cameron Crowe and Kirsten Dunst and Jake Gyllenhaal must have done something.
0: They never did anything together. No, They did date. It's a minute.
1: Okay, so they did date. They did date. So that there. Does
0: that count though? Yeah. Do we do Oh Because we dating? said like oh yeah, G- we said so Jennifer Aniston married. and Brad Pitt
1: have been married, so okay. they dated. Yeah.
0: Okay, there you go. There you go. That's something, I guess. <laughs> Can you tell me why they started dating? No. Okay, well, that's okay. Fine. <laughs> Maggie was in Mona Lisa Smile with Kirsten Dunst, and that's how they met. And Maggie oh, okay. set them up.
1: So if that, if yeah, if you wanna,
0: yeah,
1: if you wanna extrapolate <laughs> it, then that would be it. the other thing. Then too, I mean,
0: yeah. but then then they're siblings. But then you could say Maggie is in The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. But there yeah. you go. That's not what I did. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to know? Please. Um. Our. Well, my, I don't know how you feel about her, but I love Anne Hathaway. You do. It's in a movie called Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp.
1: Who oh, is in yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. I forget because that was a bad movie.
0: Yeah, it's not good. And it's there's a good. sequel, too. I yeah, didn't realize. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah.
1: I did not Yeah, I no. put that out of my that mind. Was
0: like, I think that's the end of him and Tim Burton, yeah. right? That's the last
1: one. Because he was bad. No, they did Willy Wonka.
0: I think Alice in Wonderland was after Willy Wonka.
1: I No, I think Willy Wonka was after.
0: Willy Wonka is. Oh, wait, he didn't call it Billy Wonka. He called it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's 2005. Allison oh, Wonderland. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Allison Wonderland is 2010.
1: He was really bad in yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
0: Oh, you didn't like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I was 14, so I enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Char- uh, he, he, uh, Heath Ledger. Johnny Depp, Depp has a tendency, he can overact he, real quick.
0: Can? Yeah. Does.
1: I love him in <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: At oh, I, Dead Man's Chest? Yeah.
1: The I think there's one. too many of those yeah, parts. Yeah, I think the first one was excellent. Yeah. Mita. Yes. We are watching something next week. We are. But it's not a Best Picture winner.
0: No. It's a Best I picture. just realized.
1: <laughs> so next week, uh, we are in 2007. Yes. Which was the year that uh, No Country for Old Men won.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we've seen that. We reviewed that in season two.
0: Yes.
1: When I had you watch it. I also had you watch.
0: Did we do season two or season one?
1: Season one, did you choose it? It was season
0: one because I was packing to move back to Ottawa.
1: Okay. So season one because you chose it. And then in season two, Two. I chose for you to watch There Will Be Blood and Another Nominee. Yes. So we're going to pick an alt this week. Yeah. And we did it. We picked it. (laughs) We We actually randomized this because between Juno, Atonement, and Michael Clayton, we were actually totally even keel. Yeah. And what did we end up picking?
0: We picked Juno. So we
1: will be reviewing Juno. Two popcorns in a row. Two popcorn, yeah, really. Two yeah. popcorns in a row, which is nice. I think it's good. Yeah, especially for because we are in studio. Yeah, and we'll be in studio next week too. Yep. But Meeta, before we get back to studio, do we, you have any parting words for us?
0: I do. What? Do you got your period? Oh wait! Oh, no, that, no, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you got your period?
1: Yeah, yeah, That's, period is hard because
0: yeah, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs>
1: You're like lisping and then hitting it too hard and then yeah. Period. Period. I'll just say what period. do you have your period? What did
0: you got your period? Wait, what? Do you- it's what do you got your period? Period. What do you got your period? There you yeah.
1: Go. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, plens. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and rate and review. And we will see you next week for
0: Juno. Juno! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, this laughjack goes on too long.
0: It does. Yeah. It really does linger. Wait for it. <laughs> too long.
1: Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by No One.
0: You can send us an email at movies to watch pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Movies to Watch Pod. And check out our litter box at Movies, the number two, watch pod.
1: As always, keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.